as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. So hello everybody, greetings and welcome to another episode of Midday Mindfulness. It is my absolute honour and privilege to have Nils with us today who is the supporter, the developer and the co-creator in as much as the work that you are putting into the project to alkalize to realize off-grid living and self-sustainable living actually utilizing that which is natural to us the plants that grow around us and living in harmony with the planet as opposed to taking from her brother thank you for joining us today thank you for doing me the honor of being my guest and i would love to initially start by introducing Alkalize to Realize and the actual community project that you are creating. Please go ahead and tell us a little bit about it. Yes, sure. Uh, oh yeah, Alkalize to Realize. So we are basically, uh, you know, trying to create, you know, off-grid living. I came here like three months ago. My friend came here half a year ago. And uh, we've just, you know, because of, uh, you know, sort of the way, you know, things are going uh, in the world today. Uh, it really, I feel truly it calls for us to mm -hmm. uh, get back to nature. Yes. And to, you know, grow on food, live, you know, in harmony with uh, Mother Earth, uh, nature, um, you know, grow tons of food uh, and even create our own electricity, just everything. So we don't need sort of anything and, when you consider how, you know, with all this track, track and tracing, vaccinations to, into public buildings, it seems something that is on the way. So it's mm -hmm. something I feel deeply um, to come out here. Um, and initially, you know, I was invited like uh, more than half a year ago. Uh, so nine months ago, took me half a year to decide actually to come out here because it's like, 
such a hard um, decision uh, to make when you know sort of you know what's coming and you want to create something else and you might have to say goodbye to everything so it's like a really a really big challenge but it's also about embracing our own journey embracing our own uh, life our own path uh, to yeah. follow our heart uh, our intuition and do whatever needs to be done because it's not about the family it's not about you know our friends it's not about our colleagues and it's really about you know attachment uh, and expectations so having you know this big uh, attachment to my family especially my mom uh, mm-hmm. to my apartment to my work mm-hmm. uh, but it was crazy times but i, I managed to uh, you know get rid of all of it sort of in a way i yeah. still keep in contact uh, and then took the flight came out here and it's been it's such a journey you know because you're just jumping you know you're just um you're just surrendering to the universe like you said you know to go for what we want instead of having all this planning in our head and making a big thing out of it Mm -hmm. and also the thing about money oh i need money otherwise how am i going to be able to sustain ourselves Mm -hmm. so it's really about you know going with the flow uh, face every challenge because there's always there's always an opportunity and what can really make us feel stuck when it comes to our so-called old life and if we want to transition into off-grid living um, is about uh, you know sort of lost track there <laughs> what was it that made you decide to actually like you say, surrender to your life's calling, to your heart's calling, to your soul's purpose and passion, as opposed to that which maybe society had channeled you into believing that you should do. I need to get a job. I need to be part of society. I need to do X, Y, and Z. You, my brother, have followed your passion, your purpose, your drive, your mission, your soul's purpose. And it's clear to see that you are, you're, an embodiment of joy because you have followed that joy. You haven't put yourself in a box. You haven't limited yourself. You've set yourself free. How is it that you've done this? And how is it that you could perhaps gift somebody the information about how to make this decision themselves? Because quite often it's the fear of the unknown, which prevents us and holds us back from experiencing it. Yes. I've always been about walking my own path for the last nine years. And I've been learning about a lot about mindfulness, a lot about detoxification. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of experimentation on my own body the last three years. And so basically to achieve, you know, freedom, complete freedom. And in turn, what the detoxification is about, you know, making the body so pure, so clean, you know, it back to a, a baby state so we can basically you know live off of you know very little food uh, or even you know liquid diet you know Mm -hmm. we we don't necessarily need that much food so basically what i've been doing for the last three years is to sort of detach from everything basically from uh, you know society go with my heart go with my flow surround myself with uh, you know the like-minded people that i want to be surrounded by and be together with um, and so I basically, you know, I was like for the last, you know, 
one and a half year ago, I went to a breatharian initiation journey uh, process uh, mm -hmm. workshop and uh, to sort of uh, implement this sort of lifestyle. And what I've noticed, uh, because I was still living in the city more than one year after that, is that I just didn't feel like I was living my purpose. I didn't feel like I was living my life because everything in society just feels so fake. And so I was pretty much bored. I was still helping people online. Mm -hmm. um, but I was still, you know, just being in my apartment, not be, being sort of away from nature. Um, and just having, you know, these enjoyments of like, you know, uh, junk food, uh, crisps, uh, you know, maybe every once in a while pizza because you just want to feel good. You want to, <laughs> <laughs> you want to feel good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not something you really get in the city compared to, you know, when you come out here on a mountain or outside in nature where there's mountains, there's trees, plants mm -hmm. everywhere. The energy is so high because the city is just filled with EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, uh, junk food. Uh, yeah. Crazy people, basically, especially uh, yeah. today. And it was, I mean, these sort of, you, you know, so-called dark times that we are facing is also a big help, has been a big help for me to push me to actually make the leap, make the jump uh, to come out here. Hmm. So do you think that without the current situation, let's just call it a situation, yeah. that you wouldn't have made the decision to take that leap of faith, as it were? Well, probably not at this, uh, at this time in life. I mean, because mm -hmm. I did feel stuck because of, you know, still what my family tells me and even, you yeah, know, yeah. To, to have a job, have an apartment and being afraid of, you know, facing the unknown. It's a lot of things to process and deal with. And just allow that, you know, to, because the, the, the universe is not out there, you know, it's all in here. So it's all about what we make out of it inside our mind. It is, brother. Yeah. I would second the, the concept that it is sometimes the darkness outside which causes us to journey towards the light within. Light within, yes. Correct. And anybody that is experiencing that dark night of the soul. <laughs> My son has just tuned in. Oh, perfect. Hello, Hello. Ethan. I love you. Beautiful. I love boy. you too, Ethan. <laughs> All the love. Anybody that is experiencing that external darkness at the moment is the knowledge that it is within the darkness that we find the light. That without yes. the darkness of the night, there is nowhere for the stars to shine upon. Without the darkness in ourselves, there is no reflection or separation or realization that that is where the light lies. And it's my own journey of going into the darkness, which allowed me to discover that light through the ability to, to see the direction it was coming from. Instead of it being, so the way I was showing it was that, I was in a maze. Life was like a maze and I was walking yeah. around in, in a fog, not really sure where I was going, what I was doing. I was exactly. trying to follow other people's directions, society's perceptions or expectations of me in my journey forwards. I was lost. I was wandering around, tripping over, falling, getting up and continuing to learn as I journeyed. It was going into the darkness, complete darkness and almost surrendering 
in truth, it was the surrenderance. I surrendered myself. And then I was able to see when I actually looked back up, when I decided to sit up again and to actually want to continue forwards, I discovered the direction the light was coming from. As opposed to it being dissipated within the fog, I saw exactly where it was coming from. And then I was able to journey towards it. I journeyed towards it. I found a door and the door required a key. So I ventured back into the maze to find the key to open the door. This is all the way that I was sharing it in my mind. And the key was love. And it's always love. Love is always the answer. Self-love first to then be able to express that love externally to everyone around us. So knowing that it's love and knowing that love comes from within, you have gone on a journey of self-love and you give your body the best potential ingredients that you can, knowing that biologically we're alkaline-based beings and that everything we do creates acidity within ourselves. Stress creates acid in the body. Eating things such as pizza or drinking fizzy drinks creates massive spikes in the acid in our body. And as much as it is an absolutely amazing vehicle that we have adopted, that we utilize through this experience of life, just like a a machine that we've almost stepped into. It's an avatar vessel, an avatar being. It will heal itself given the right situations, given the right circumstances and conditions. It will have to, as far as I'm aware, and please enlighten me on this, but I believe from previous experiences that the body will have to balance itself out to neutrality before it goes about healing itself. So if we're continuously doing things to raise our, our acidity levels, we are, our body is first of all having to balance out those levels before it then goes about trying to heal itself. So if we keep it in a place of, of neutrality, of slightly alkaline as opposed to acidity, then the body can just naturally go about healing itself whenever it needs to do so. Am I correct in this thinking? You're very correct on that because basically, you know, as you ever speak about acidity and alkalinity is that when you measure the pH level, it basically tells you the amount of electricity, which is converted into, you know, energy in our body and fruit has, you know, electricity within them. So when we take them in, you know, we're helping the body to release all the acids, all the toxins, the parasites, mucoid plague, but also, of course, through other practices as well, like urine therapy. Uh, I will speak also on, on that as well, again. Yeah. Um, so the pH level, where you have seven, that's uh, new, neutral. Mm-hmm. Anything below seven is acidic. Anything above seven is alkaline. And the, the further you go, the, the, the more electricity, the more energy that is within. Amazing. So with cooked processed foods anything that is not you know fruits vegetables is you know sort of you know uh, acidic um so it's really about you know purifying our body with Mm -hmm. what we can and the best way to do it is of course through you know fruit diet juice diet uh water fasting um you know our own urine because our own urine is just uh, we are part of nature, you know. We're part of the trees, animals, everything. Everything is a 
is a reflection of Mother Earth. So to drink our own divine waters helps out a lot to purify our body. Also, if you age it, let's say you put it in a jar, in a glass for however long you want, the pH level or the, uh, the electricity goes up as well as with uh, you know stem cells that are being released from the kidneys. A lot of people mm. have this misconception that urine is a waste product. No, it's not a waste product because the kidneys are basically filtering our blood. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the after effect of having been, you know, um, purified, you know, by our kidneys is that we end up with urine, which is very sterile, has, you know, building blocks, um, a life force energy, electricity, you know, because we're electric beings. So it's also within our, oh, yeah. Within, um, <laughs> yeah. I must say I, ha- I haven't tried doing that as a, as a story from a long time ago. I did once ingest urine, but it was not my own. I woke up as a kid. I walked past my mother's bedroom. I saw what I thought was a pint of apple juice on the side and I drank it to discover it was not apple juice. It was urine. So I've drunk my mother's urine without realizing it. There we go. A little bit of backstory. So I was grossed out at the time and perhaps I've developed a program where drinking my own urine is something that I'm not I'm not looking to do at the moment, let's say, no. but I'm sure it has massive benefits within it. As you say, having yeah. the building blocks to life within it and knowing that we are, and we're continuously reforming, regrowing and rebuilding ourselves within our body. And what we eat is literally what we become through the actual growth of the cells that we are as a collective. Like you say, we're like, an aspect of nature, not like we are. Every leaf on a tree is part of the tree. Every cell in our body has a specific role, unique to itself, and lives and exists in harmony with the collective within us to continue our development forward, continue to sustain our life. When we, the way I was shown it is, as my son is listening, is just like with building with Lego. If we use the correct building blocks, we will continue to build ourselves correctly. If you go ahead and buy cheap Lego, they're not going to fit together quite as efficiently with the old, the original Lego blocks. You can buy cheap Lego, great, but it's not going to be as, as beneficial in the, in the long run. If you go ahead and ingest certain things, certain oils being terribly bad for you, such as oh, yeah. oil, there's certain things such as plasticides and, and chemicals in the plastic bottles that we drink from and the food containers that we are unknowingly absorbing. And the body can't actually recognize the difference between certain foods that we ingest and certain chemicals that are being pumped into the water supply and we are unknowingly embodying. It then tries to use these building blocks, which actually, in fact, aren't building blocks. They're developed in a lab for cheap manufacturing purposes, et cetera, et cetera. And then it creates all forms of dis-ease in the body, which is a just that, is when we go out of ease 
out of balance, out of harmony into a state of disease, which is then reflected externally in whatever disease it is, so that we can visualize the fact that something's not quite right and do something to check it, something to bring ourselves back into balance. If you have developed cancer, as an example, and you continue to, to live the exact same lifestyle you did previously, all you're doing is ignoring what the body is showing you as a warning sign. It's going, hello, something's not quite right here. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> it's up to us to notice those signals, to notice when we don't feel quite in, in harmony yeah. with ourselves and to do something about it, such as what you're doing with this, this off-grid living and the self-sustained way of life. And just going back to that for a moment and bringing back up the page for a second, I'd love to, to just share with everyone again how much difference they could make by donating £3 a month. Yes, exactly. £3 we, a month, that's all it will take to basically develop and create a society that you are growing from the ground up, you and all of your, your like-minded family that are doing this work, your brothers, your sisters on the ground, so that if somebody did want to go and to start to live off grid, as it were, there's already somewhere that they have assisted and supported in the growth of it. And do you take volunteers, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, as well? Yes, we, we do look for volunteers, volunteers with the right energy. We also mm -hmm. do have certain, you know, um, you know, preferences let's say you know not meeting not eating meat and stuff so it's uh, and we do have a lot of people that are sort of you know interested in coming out here so Amazing. but yeah feel feel free to you know inbox us and uh, we can you know schedule a talk and see if 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 it's the right fit otherwise it's always a great um you know great awareness at least to be like okay maybe i do need to you know create mm -hmm. off-grid living and so yeah we, you know, facing, you know, coming out here, not just, you know, going with the flow, going with the journey. Mm. Uh, and it's, we highly appreciate, you know, any con contribution that comes towards the project so we can, you know, really focus on, you know, the project, make it thrive, make something happen so we don't have to go out, you know, for a nine to five job, you know. Um, it's uh, it's definitely something you know, like you said with the, uh, you know, with tap water and stuff. There's so much, uh, you know, heavy metals, toxins, pharmaceutical mm -hmm. drugs, and everything. It all goes into clog up the body, make the flow of energy very inefficient. We live in the city where there's no uh, electromagnetism from Mother Earth, like when we walk barefoot. Um, mm -hmm. We eat crude processed foods, anything like this. So it's like. Uh, well, when you come out here to the mountain, we have, you know, uh, mountain water that has uh, seven parts per million in, you know, you know, you know, it's it's very pure, very alkaline. It's charged with sunlight. Even for people, they can, you know, drink uh, distilled water. They can buy a machine or they can buy it mm -hmm. in the supermarket. They find it in the uh, the cleaning section <laughs> because. Uh, yeah, they call it demineralized, and so they say it demineralizes the body, but of mm -hmm. course it does from all the inorganic minerals that are not supposed to be within. So it also makes us very, you know, dense and non-flexible and all that. Yeah. So, And it's such yeah. a small, 
small token. It's such a small seed to plant and it will grow into such a large movement going forwards. And anybody that needs any information or any support by becoming a patron, you're there to assist them, to guide them, to answer questions. And there's lots of videos and, and bonus material that they gain access to as well. So anybody listening that wants to support an amazing movement, I do strongly, strongly suggest that you do so. I'll include all the links in the comments below. And yeah, just it's a beautiful, beautiful image. It's getting back to nature, grounding ourselves, planting our roots back into Mother Earth and connecting to her so that, as you say, we can allow for that energetic frequency that we are, knowing that we are electrical beings. And just as we ground our house to or our car to the earth, we ground ourselves back to Mother Earth. And it allows, as you said, for that potentially hostile or I can feel the frequency. I don't know quite how to express it now. The anxious tendency that is being so heightened in society. Yeah. We get stuck in our head and the energetic frequency raises along that anxious tendency, that anxious vibration. It can become very, very easy to get stuck in that cycle to become separated from the truth of who we are, to live in front of a screen and to separate ourselves from nature, from the truth of who we are again. I start every day with barefoot grounding as a way of connecting myself back to the earth, of being grateful for for the ability or the gift of this life and the, the nurturing and sustainment which he brings us. And the more we live in harmony with ourself, the more we live in harmony with the planet, the more we live in harmony with everybody else and the, the, the more harmonious life becomes. Why would you not want to live a life of harmony? Why do we go about seeking this chaos? Exactly. It's just like I see, you know, when you come out here, you sort of, you know, see the city from an outside perspective and you can just see like, wow, it's really like a farm or a big business and, you know, people are so attached and dependent to a corrupt system that is not for them. Uh, and ah, uh, it's it's only by separating our perspective yeah. that and we can see from outside of it. Exactly, and and even seeing a lot of people, you know, they they go to demonstrate, they go on the streets. We are not mm-hmm. happy about this. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Get back to life as it was, and. You know, then you're still giving your power away because you're still, you know, expecting somebody else to to fulfill, you know, your life. But when you come out here in nature, on the mountain, it, and where we live, you know, on the mountain, there is like, we live seven people. We also, uh, and the nearest village, there's like 10, 20 people. So it's very, mm. you know, it's very pure, very silent, mm-hmm. very essence. Uh, and if peaceful, it feels like basically there, that there is even no uh, coronavirus at all. It's like it's, it feels like pure freedom because you are, you know, looking after yourself. And also with, um, you know, with our Patreon, yeah, we are releasing um, 
we have our own talk show where we release, you know, all sorts of interviews, you know, realize your own powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be updates on the project. People, they can ask us questions and we can even bring it up, you know, in our interviews. I'm also writing a, a book uh, about sunlight therapy, which is about sunbathing yes. and sun gazing. And, and once it is finished, it will also as well be released to our supporters, our patrons, uh, any anyone who supports us mm-hmm. and also many other great books i mean i've just sort of been procrastinating on creating because i've been so i've been relying on having a job making money and so when we when we don't face the unknown and you know going mm-hmm. following our own path we just fall into these traps of distractions that keeps us away from becoming you know, our true self, what we're really passionate about. Yes. The way there's a beautiful image that you have just gifted me. And it's yeah. basically knowing that we are the universe in completion, knowing that everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies and that whatever we align ourselves with, we become part of, we feed into, and we experience from outside ourselves, believing yeah. that, that is reality the truth is that we create it so simply by aligning ourselves with that vibrationally you mentioned that you're in a large expansive area of land and that it doesn't the the current situation i'm not going to even use the word and vibrate at it because i don't anymore i was and i put my head very far down that hole and i (laughs) got lost in there for a while because it is such a a change in in situation in frequency of the collective outside knowing that inside is where it starts and where it ends that i am alpha and omega the start and the end there is nothing that i cannot influence not always will i be able to change it but i can choose what i focus upon and what i align myself with vibrationally In the city, there is a massive frequency of fear, of repression, of separation. Energetically, everybody has placed themselves in these bubbles of safety, which in truth is a bubble of fear. The ego will keep you safe from that which it doesn't understand and that which it believes to be hostile or potentially life-threatening. When we're bombarded with all this negative frequency in the media, and from the people around us it's only natural to to allow that to settle into ourselves we're like sponges we we absorb that which is around us energetically when you're with people that lift you up that fill you they're like taps they literally fill you up with that positive frequency when you're around people that drain you because they're drained themselves because they're giving away their power playing the victim in their own lives they then try and gain whatever they can from other people and they take from you When you go into a large area of land, the realization that I had, the reason I love expansive rolling countrysides is because I become the whole area of land. When you're in a city, you can look out your window and you can kind of become a little small area. You can connect to that small area. You go to a park, there's nobody else there. You can project your frequency to be the whole area of land in the park you can become the park you can connect to all the animals all the trees within that area when you go out into a rolling expanse of land you become the whole area of land 
because there's no other frequency of being there. The same in a house. If you're in a room on your own, you fill the room and then you're calm and collected and settled in your own, in your own frequency, in your own being. If somebody else is there, then you merge together and the frequency slightly changes. If you're yeah. harmonious together, then great. If you're not, then there's conflict to be had. And that conflict is a mirror of the internal conflict in yourself to look at. The best thing we can do is get outside is to return to being natural beings, human beings, not human doings and not technological doing beings. Sorry. So it's knowing that everything has its purpose. Technology is great for the role that it plays without it. We would not be connected now at the same time. It delivers the repressive information that keeps us controlled through that fear. Every time that there is a fearful thought that enters your mind, I would ask you to simply allow it to be viewed as a cloud and just watch the cloud as it comes in and as it floats by. Some clouds look like puppies or dolphins. Other clouds look more like scary faces, but they're just clouds, just as the thoughts are just thoughts. Whenever we attach ourselves to that thought and then believe it to be reality and believe it to be part of who we are, we align ourselves vibrationally with it and we feed it. Yeah. And that's what we are creating in our lives because we, we go into these rabbit holes of fear, doubt, mm-hmm. worry, scarcity, everything, when we can just go the other way, the other way and just, you know, create it ourselves, you know, yes. coming out uh, and, do, and do the things. It's a lot easier to say than to do. It's and true. I, <laughs> I myself have been, or I have lived many lives in this one life, let alone the, the previous lives that I've experienced. Yeah. And it's the knowledge that it is always a choice. And interestingly, I, did, I recorded a video this morning about frequency. And the way I was showing it is just like a TV. And whatever you tune yourself into is the picture you see. You tune a telly into channel two, it shows you channel two, channel four shows you channel four. There's only one screen of information and you hold the remote control. The external world views the screen outside as you and you view the the screen from within outside believing that it's the external world. It's the same image. It's the same aspect of reality. It's the same experience viewed from multiple different directions and perspectives you hold the remote control. So anytime there's a negative thought that enters, you can see the thought, you can acknowledge it, accept it and let it go. If you see it and then try to deny it or defy it or do anything which keeps your attention upon it, actually what you're doing is growing it. As though to use a plant-based analogy, you are the sun, the mighty sun itself. And whatever you're shining your light of attention upon is what you then grow. If you shine your light of attention on the weeds in the garden, you're going to grow the weeds. Shine them on the flowers and you'll grow the flowers. Mm. And the truth is there'll always be weeds. It's only you who's decided they're weeds. They're just plants, the same as all the other plants. But the fact that you don't want it there means that you've decided that it's negative and a weed. Therefore, you try to deny it and defy it. By focusing on it, actually, you go about growing it. By focusing on the current situation of divide and conquer and repression that in truth doesn't matter because they've already, we've already won. The light will always overcome the darkness, always. And the only place that fear 
exists is where there's a separation or disattachment from love by bringing love back into your heart for everything taking place for every person on this planet love them equally and unconditionally love the people who are in the most fear of all those that sit aloft the pyramid trying to control us through oppression and fear and divide and conquer tactics of old they need the love more than ever more than anyone and by shining your light just as though the sun is shining on a piece of ice it will melt that ice and return it back to the water the water that we are the love that we are back into the ocean of existence not being a separate droplet or an individual ice cube but all coming together in harmony and equality once again and it's the work that you're doing to create a foundation for the future world to be built from to educate future generations to educate children that we can grow our own food there's so many children at the moment that just think sausages are sausages they come in a packet and you just eat them that's what they are they don't even realize the fact that it's an animal which is contained in that sausage and the process of Correct. creating it and and everything involved within it we are becoming or we had become a throwaway society and we have realized that we were blindly led astray. We've become mindful that our actions affect the collective and we are focusing and actually choosing our path forwards. And that, my brother, is how we create the world that we wish to live in and experience doing so today. Exactly. I love what you're saying. Even the thing about animals and, you know, eating animals, they're mm -hmm. being kept, you know, on farms in cages, horrible conditions. And when we eat meat, we sort of allow that to happen. And also when you sort of, you know, you know, outside the city, you can just see like, you know, wow, that's another perspective, you know, human farming. And the energy is just <laughs> so dense in the cities yeah. that it makes us unhappy and we always look for sort of look for happiness do things uh, but then when you get out here in nature and you do everything yourself you're really tuning into you know the essence of life clean pure fresh air clean water you grow your own food and also uh, what is being uh, sold most of the time in the supermarket the food is grown on the ground it's not actually grown from the sun so it's artificial light so we come become artificial uh beings yes yeah remembering and coming back to that truth that the building blocks that our very cells are continuously regrowing themselves with is exactly what we ingest we are what we eat yeah and again we become completely new and the way that we grow is dependent on our belief of ourself and the, the blueprint that we hold. So if the reason that I, I've got a scar on my eye and the reason that it's still there is because the blueprint of myself that I create myself with subconsciously on a cellular level believes the scar to be there. So it grows myself accordingly with the, with the ingestion of the elements that I bring into myself with the building blocks that I, that I eat and I drink. If I was to change a belief in myself, and this is going into the way that we can break free from beliefs which are oppressive, all it needs is a, is a realization that we have that control, that we have the remote control, and it's doing small things on a daily basis. Watching a plant grow allows us to realize 
how a plant just naturally grows. It's not trying to grow. It's not wondering if it's good enough to grow, how it should grow, if it is better than the plant next to it. It just grows. And in doing so, it sustains countless life forms upon this planet, just as now as you are being you, not wondering about whether you should or you shouldn't, following your heart's desire, following your soul's calling, and then going about sharing and liberating all those around you. Yes. Usually where we find the biggest growth is to actually do what we fear, what we are scared of. That's yes. where we are growing. And we might, we might fall and trip a lot of times, but mm -hmm. that's part of life and be part of, you know, growing our roots stronger, become strong yes. within. And, you know, really unveiling the mind, become creative, you know, look for solutions instead of just, being in a negative mindset and, oh, you can't do that, you can't do this, that it's not, it's not possible. You're going to get the support either way and you're going to learn from it. You will get what you believe. If you believe you can or you believe you can't, either way you're right. <laughs> and you'll be shown that you're right because you will yeah. always be shown to be right. If you believe yourself a victim, you'll be shown that you're a victim and you will experience every manner of repression available to you. If you believe you're a creator, then you are. And it is, it's that knowledge that this is what we are giving, what we are passing down, what we are delivering through the, through the surrenderance of ourselves egoically to come into alignment with our heart's mission and quest as we travel forwards as it were yeah and as you say planting your roots deep and true and it's all very well growing a plant within a greenhouse to start with as it germinates and seeds yeah. if you left it in that greenhouse for its entire life for its entire adolescent life it wouldn't grow a strong enough stem or deep enough roots to actually be able to withstand the winds and the storms of life. The more that we go about protecting our children, the more we actually hinder their growth going forwards. It's very, it's very beneficial to protect our young. And it's also incredibly important to allow them to learn to fall over so they know how to get back up allow them to actually experience the winds and the rains of life so that they can withstand them when it comes to the point of them going out into the wide world on their own. If you grow your child in a greenhouse, protected from the outside world in their bubble of safety, making sure that you disinfect everything they come into contact with, they will not have an <laughs> immune system that will be able to withstand anything outside of that greenhouse they will not have strong enough roots or strong enough stem to support themselves when it comes to that time of them venturing out into the big wide world on their own and they will be petrified of that big wide world because they will never have been part of it when we fall over we learn how to get back up and failure is the most important thing that we can do as every time we fail we learn failure means falling around in learnings until realizing everything. We will always be failing in life because we will never know it all. And the more often we fail, the closer, the exponentially closer each time we trip to realizing and to learning how to skip 
past those obstacles of old, how to joyfully burst through that bubble of fear or oppression that would otherwise have kept us in the illusional aspect of the darkness of our self, the darkness of the mind. Every time there's a fear, just look at it as a layer of separation, a layer of cling film. What you need to do is put your fingers through it and merge onto the other side and realize, whoa, look at all these new experiences <laughs> I can now be part of that I would otherwise never have believed myself capable of achieving or experiencing. It's the continued venturing forwards, testing ourselves, challenging ourselves. Because what's the point otherwise? to sit indoors being safe and secure. Is that really why you came here? Is that the purpose in life to stay safe or is it to enjoy the adventure? Exactly. Yeah. You just described the very essence of birth, having been inside the, the womb of our mother for nine months. And then as you say, you just come out like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, where am I? Am I, and the babies, they're just so happy and high and laughing yeah. all the time. Like, whoa, this is, this is the true essence of life when you, when you live in harmony with nature. Yes. And when you purify and alkalize your body, you get that really good high vibration, attitude, yes. happiness, back to nature. Yes, 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 yes. And there, and there is no one outside us that control us. It's a mind game. It is. We're just playing with ourselves. And, of, and we've just been so indoctrinated to live a certain way from society when we should just let go and release. I mean, I was having so much fear in my childhood because I, I, could, I didn't feel I could be myself and be in my, you know, love essence. Because everywhere I went, it would just be suppressed and people would just drain you. Mm -hmm. I feel you there, brother. <laughs> yeah. It's the nurturing and support of our, of our peers, of our family, of our society that allows us to grow into who we are, not trying to control us or manipulate us. Again, allowing that plant to grow where it will, not trying to yeah. train it to grow in a straight line. Yeah. And I remember, you know, uh, along my half a year of like contemplating, should I go, should I not, you know, to create off-grid living. I was living so much fear, uncertainty, and my family trying to persuade me in any way to sort of stop me from doing it. So it's also about embracing ourselves, you mm -hmm. know, and not necessarily listening to others. We need to listen to ourselves, go within. Yes. Listen to other people in a way of bringing in more information perhaps and yeah. know that anytime somebody has a, a desire to limit your growth or your journey forwards, that is merely their own insecurities they're projecting upon you. The fact that you mentioned it as being a game is perfect for this terminology. In the game of life, you are the main character. This is your game. If you give your power away to anybody else, then simply you're playing a character of limitation, of victimhood. You are a character, player number one. Everybody else in your game is part of your game and there to enrich yeah. it or to bring you learnings and growths and things. In 
in a context of the ego and the fear of that which it doesn't understand, if you come to a point where you've decided to make a change, somebody else has a view of you in their game. So their game, they're the main character and you're a secondary character in it. When you say you're going to change the character you play, they will say, no, I know you as this character. I don't want you to change your character because I won't understand you in that way. It will make me have to question and analyze myself and my view and belief of reality and myself within it. And I don't want to do that. I've put myself in my little bubble of safety and I don't want to look outside it and have to change. Therefore, I don't want you to change. So anytime somebody wants you to stay where you are, don't view it as though they're trying to, to undermine you or restrict you. They're just not sure about the changes that will take place and their place in your life going forward and your place in theirs. And if it means that through your awakening journey that you part ways with people that were previously incredibly close to you, as I have done. I now, in my local surroundings, I don't see anybody that I used to see because I am no longer vibrating in alignment with them. As I've raised my frequency, my ability to see is over a wider perspective. I'm no longer focused on that which I used to be, likened to a tower block, a building, where we're all living on the third floor. Everybody else is still milling around on the third floor, and I've gone up a few floors, and I've got a different view, and I'm congregating and mixing with the people on that floor because we are vibrating in alignment with one another, and that's more harmonious to the self. So that's, yeah, that's my little input on allowing for everybody to have their perspective, but not take it personally that it is against who we are or who we're becoming as it, as it were, it's all ego. It's ego fear. Yeah. And pe people are just, you know, showing a reflection of themselves. So what we are trying to accomplish, they can't because they don't have necessarily the right mindset to, to do that. Yes. Anyways. But it also, but it also shows us uh, maybe, let's say, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. You wait and see because people, they don't believe you before they actually see the results. And when people see results, they'll be like, whoa, I can do that too. Yes. We and need to be the change. We need to be the light that we uh, want to see on the outside. Yes, 100%. 100%. And being empathetic in nature, anybody listening to this now who is empathetic, who feels other people and tries to limit the pain and suffering of another because they don't want them to experience that pain and suffering to the point where you've lowered yourself, where you've dulled your own light. Yes. That is not beneficial to anybody involved. If the sun stopped shining because it was too bright for some people, then there would be no life upon this planet. If you stop shining your light because you've offended another person, because previously you were only shining at a certain luminosity, likened to a, a lamp with a, with a sheet laid over it, you've awoken to your true potential, you've taken the sheet off and you're shining bright and beautiful and sparkling and look at me, proud to be who you are. And somebody comes along and is like, oh, you're offensive towards my eyes, you're shining too bright. I'm going to try and cover you up and you go, Oh, okay. I'll cover myself up. So as not to upset or offend you. 
in truth, all you're doing is lowering yourself and lowering the collective. It's those of us that are awakened, that are shining bright, that are the beacons of light, the lighthouses, to help guide those lost in the fog of illusion, as I was myself years gone by, back home to themselves. Without a beacon of inspiration, we have nothing to travel towards, nothing to indicate there is another way. Please continue to shine your light, continue to do what is right for you within a heartfelt and equally compassionate to other people context. What's right for you is right for you. And if you are inspiring and uplifting yourself, evolving and raising your collective and your consciousness awareness, in truth, you are doing this for the collective. As you raise, you raise the collective. And as the collective raises, it raises you, it raises me, it raises us all. As though we are all rubber ducks in a bath. And as you continue to fill that bath with water, all the ducks rise together. No duck left behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, when you look at it, uh, I mean, they, it's just, you know, a, thinking about other people's expectations, thinking about uh, what other people, how they perceive us and think about us. It's just a big distraction, a big del uh, illusion. Because w when I faced, you know, myself within, like the mm -hmm. biggest one was, you know, dancing to Raven Psytrance, being on LSD, I've always been like, you know, thinking about, oh, what are people going to think about how I dance? Like, then you can mm -hmm. never really tune into yourself. I was, I was like, okay, let me just close my eyes. Just go within and go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Just go with how I want to move my body, mm -hmm. no matter how it is, you know, you just got to embrace that. And that was really, that was really powerful with this, uh, you know, psychedelic thing, just being in tune with yourself, purging all, all the beliefs, you know, you have acquired from society and other people's expectations. Amazing. Yeah. And knowing that that which the planet produces for our benefit is there for our benefit that if yes. the planet has grown something that ancients throughout time have known is medicine, yes. why would we go about trying to view it as something negative other than the reason, the societal belief that it is? Again, we've allowed for a frequency that is manipulated to be embodied. Taking certain plant-based medicines connects us back to that zero point that calm, yes. that connection to our surroundings and exiting the egoic mind, that busy monkey yes. mind. We become one with the surroundings, one with nature, one with ourselves. So it's no wonder that if we were living, if we were living in a society of control, if we were living in a society that is been set up to keep us limited and narrow-minded so that we're easier to control just if we were as an example living in a society such as that that they would outlaw certain elements that we could embody and ingest that would connect us back to the truth of who we are exactly. we are free and sovereign we do not need to be governed because we can self-govern and we can do this on a collective scale a global scale
It's only through the hiding and hindrance of this information, of this connection within ourselves and to everybody else, that we are then more easily managed. We're breaking free from the repression and the societal restraints of old. We're breaking free from that prison cell that we have been placed in and returning back to nature, returning back to ourselves and existing in harmony with those of us at the moment who are doing the work, who are upon our, our soul's mission and our heartfelt quests and laying the foundations for everybody else that is at that tipping point and ready to join us. It's a very, very exciting time to be alive. A very, very important time to be doing, doing the work, doing the soul work, doing the work within ourselves. And Nels, my brother, thank you, truly. Thank You're you for following welcome. your heart's passion, your heart's purpose. Thank you for doing everything you're doing. And as I say, everybody, please head over, like the site. I'll put all the Facebook links up and support the movement, support the cause, alkalize to realize, alkalize ourselves to bring ourselves back into balance so that we can live in balance with everybody else. Please, please provide the listeners last piece of amazing insight in whatever way we were going to discuss sun gazing which we have not yet done so if there's anything else you'd like to talk about please please do so and yeah just i i open it up to to you to to give the final words brother sure i mean get out there and sun gaze because there is a lot of misinformation that we damages our eyes that we lose our vision it's actually the opposite um one and a half year ago, I was using plus four in strings, using contact lenses and glasses since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then back then I decided, okay, I'm just going to stop using it. Even if I have a blurry vision, of course I can make it sharp. But, uh, but then my eyes squints to the side. But through sun gazing, through fasting, through urine therapy, fruit diet, all these healing protocols, you know, my, my vision has basically, not completely, but pretty much uh, return to a normal state, a natural state, mm, you know, amazing. where I can, I can see sharply, look forward. Uh, so the first hour of sunrise, the last hour of sunset, is a very good time to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will, though, when I upload my, when I'm finished with my book, it will be uploaded to a Patreon supporter so you can get the full details because I have a lot of things to say about it. Also, um, we also, uh, you know, we have a Patreon in this. We also, very soon, we're going to, you know, set up our greenhouse. And it was very funny, you know, how you talked about greenhouse growing our roots and stuff. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. Uh, but we Synchronicities. Actually gonna, exactly. So we're going to put up this uh, uh, very big greenhouse. We're going to grow herbs and all kinds of things. And we, and we are even going to be offering to, you know, sell it to people. So it's like on the mountain with the Amazing. purest nutrition, you know, you can get and So you can get it delivered, you know, grown with love. it's ready. Yeah. Grown with love. Yes. Exactly. So, love. uh, yeah. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So, and everybody you. again, I know I've mentioned it several times, but please go over and support the cause. <laughs> it's so very important and it takes such a small amount of effort and, and 
passing that donation forwards, passing that energy that you are, that is, is all around us. Whenever we give freely and unconditionally, we will be given back tenfold. So please head over, donate to the cause and start to grow a world of freedom and equality, a world of harmony and health yeah. within the self. And, and also, uh, if you're correct about that, and also a last thing, not only are we creating self-sustainability of grid living, but also we're also going to create a place for people to come and heal, do retreats, Ooh. to come learn about, you know, growing food, learn about, nice. you know, everything of what it, what it is, you know, because this is the future and we need more people like this and we need to shine our light towards what we want to see more of in this yes. world. Yes, yes. 100%. I'll be there. I'll bring I'll bring my son I'll bring both my sons with me. We'll come over on a on a little camping trip and do some planting and get our hands oh, yeah. dirty, get back to nature and Oh yeah. Yeah, amazing. Nils, thank you my brother. Absolute honor and privilege to have you on the show. Thank you so so much. And for everybody listening, again, thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for being part of our journey as we are part of yours. And thank you for making those small changes within yourself that will echo out to everybody else. As remember, it is the expansion of your awareness, of your consciousness, which causes the very expansion of the universe itself. As the universe must expand in order to house your expansion of self. Every time you limit yourself, you're limiting not only yourself, but everyone else. Continue to grow. Continue to skip forwards joyfully, knowing that flowing freely is what is most harmonic to the self. I love you all. And until next time, stay peaceful, stay mindful, stay loving and compassionate to yourself and everybody else. Namaste. Namaste.